Welcome everybody to Excuse My Language But. I am your host, Drew Claiborne, and I am here with the amazing, the beautiful, the talented, the frontliner, uh, uh, Ryan. So, very nice to meet you. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, what you been up to? Working. Right. So that's... So you're an RN working in the hospital. What are you doing? What are you doing in there? So I am a case manager in the hospital. Um, So I basically, kind of like a social worker. Um, Yeah. So it's a a lot. (laughs) Right, right. And my floor is completely the COVID floor. Oh, man. So, yeah. What What are you doing to say, stay away from it? Uh, well, I'm not allowed to go into the rooms, so that's nice, since I am high risk. Gotcha. Um, but I generally work in the ER a lot, and so there's just, there's no real way to stay away from it. For sure. At all. There's that's a, gotta be scary. Yeah, it's the first time. I've worked in uh, emergency medicine for about 12 <laughs> years now, and this is the first time where I've been a little bit, like, scared of my job (laughs) gotcha yeah and then i know so you say you've been working for 12 years but then Mm -hmm. you're just now high risk in the last what two years Mm -hmm. um technically i've been high risk since i was born since mine's genetic gotcha so Um, do you mind explaining like to everybody what your what your condition is how the hell to pronounce it and like exactly and and i'm like it's (laughs) It's such a yeah. strange one, yeah. Go it for is, it. and I'm also not all that sure that I even say it right. But I'm from the <laughs> south, so I can say it however I want. <laughs> um, Damn straight, I, so, right? Yeah, you can take so out syllables born, and <laughs> yeah, I like lengthen them. It's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I was born with a genetic condition called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, um, and basically what that means is it's a genetic anomaly that causes. Um, my collagen to be formed incorrectly and to be too stretchy um and so that's all of the glue that holds you together all your muscles ligaments tissues everything your organs are made up of it's everything so i've had it my whole life but it hasn't grown to affect my mobility until the last two three years and um gotcha. and it hasn't really affect but we think it's always affected my heart and that's the part that makes me high risk because my valves are stretched out Okay. So it's just like, I, I have a weak heart, basically, so. Uh, you know. You know. It's cool. Yeah. It's chill. Be a bitch about it. <laughs> yeah, right? What the hell? <laughs> that's for sure. Right. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So it's like, it's just limit. Yeah. it's the lack of collagen that, like, mm-hmm. just kind of makes everything kind of deteriorate yeah, just like it's like a degenerative super, type thing it's it's degenerative and progressive um so it's gotcha. and it also there's not a ton of research about it um so every right now every patient looks completely different so though eventually right. most of us end up in chairs um a lot of us end up with feeding tubes because our stomachs stretch out mm-hmm. um wow. stuff like that but we also are just like freakishly flexible and have cool party tricks so uh, <laughs> there's that you're literally mr fantastic yeah for sure like, completely oh my god like, seriously. 
dude. Yeah. Wait. Wait, is that like everywhere? Yeah. That's everywhere. Oh my god. <laughs> so you're and it, like, a my superhero. skin like it feels like almost like velvet. Like it's really, really soft. Because it's mm. like that. Yeah. Interesting. I know. <laughs> That's right. Got one of the perks. <laughs> Heck yeah. There's always perks, dude. Right. Always. That's what's up. Yeah. And then cool. you've been uh was it this year or last year that you were uh Miss Miss Virginia? Miss Wheelchair Virginia. That's what? it. Twenty twenty. I got a nice. crown and everything. Uh, what are you doing for that? <laughs> um, so prior to coronavirus. <laughs> I oh was God, doing. Right. I know it's just everything. Everything's I was doing gone a to ton. shit. Yeah, like this was my like... ten year anniversary year, and yeah. I know. I was yeah. just thinking about that. Yeah. I, I, was I was listening to some episodes, and I was like, wait. Yeah. Man. Yep. So I was gonna go skydiving in June, and like I want to get a tattoo and all this kind of stuff, and yeah. it's just it's all all gone bad. So I'm like. But my birthday's in September, so it might just turn into like a uh, birthday thank thing. Thank you. So, yeah, yeah, so we'll it's see. just like it, the whole year's not over yet. Exactly. There's yeah. still hope. As long as we're not in crowds. <laughs> yeah, because sure. yeah, even when yeah. that shit's over, I'm not. I'm not going out. Out. Like, do you uh-huh. go to concerts? Do you do all right? that shit? Like, yeah, I, Michigan I just definitely... got extended until april 30th and it's like yeah michigan's bad people especially in detroit and i hear and like oakland county it's just it's terrible people people don't listen people are still out playing basketball having barbecues all types of stupid shit and so yeah they're like they're about to get us into martial law or some shit because otherwise people people won't do it yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then even though they see on Facebook, oh, classmates, parents, and friends are all dying, and they're just still being stupid. So like, oh, it's still just old people. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Believe what you want to believe. I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my miss wheelchair stuff. Like, I, I mean, right. most of it is all like disabled people i'm talking to so all that stuff was the first stuff to go i'm like yeah we, we're not getting together no they, <laughs> they actually just canceled our nationals so miss wheelchair america this year they so what time of the year was it supposed to be august uh, but they just couldn't risk it but yeah. um at least my state is and i think and every all the states have an option to do this they're just letting me continue and so i'll be next year yeah i'll do 2021 as well so i'll have a two-year reign and then actually coming um nationals next year is in grand rapids (laughs) oh wow yeah that's awesome so it'll be right here yeah so i was gonna say i don't know how close you are there but (laughs) i'm like (laughs) two hours away from grand rapids oh that's not bad yeah so yeah if you want to hang out it's a week-long pageant oh wow yeah, my sister did, I think, Miss Michigan uh, when we were in high school. Cool. And she, yeah, it was super elaborate. All the dresses and, like, I wonder, is the wheelchair set up the same way? Because you have to do dresses and swimsuits and all that bullshit. So, 
luckily no because i was okay. just like i'm sorry like i am covered in tattoos and i have half my head shaved like this uh, i am not a pageant queen this is right. no <laughs> my favorite think, word is i fuck. think that's like, standard right i think that standard is changing but yes yeah that's true no um, so ours was it's all like advocacy based um gotcha and so yeah like we had to do a lot of public speaking and like um a bunch of interviews and that kind of thing and develop right. a platform kind of the same way but it's not i mean we still had to wear fancy dresses but we weren't judged on it <laughs> for sure <laughs> so, so yeah that was fun and that's good but, at least yeah, yeah. so uh, you know what i want to get into I want to hear Go the dirt. I want to hear the dirt and the stories of what the hell is going on in the hospital. I want to hear some <laughs> shit that you're not supposed to talk about. Uh, so <laughs> my, like, as far as what's going on right now, yeah. like where I live, we have like less than five positive cases in my hospital. Oh, wow. Right now. Well, because yeah, Virginia is pretty just... rural, isn't it? Yeah. And where I am, it's very, it's a rural area. So we don't gotcha. have much. But it's it's the most bizarre thing having worked in the hospital for so long because my hospital is it's a level two trauma center. So it's a fairly big hospital. It's got like six floors. It's real big. Um, is it a university but, hospital or no? No, uh-uh. it's um, I don't know if you have HCA hospitals up your way, but it's a mm-hmm. HCA branch. It's a national chain. Um, gotcha. Yeah. But uh, they sh- completely shut down one of our three ICUs and a, an entire floor just to like reserve beds in case it gets bad. And then right. because of this, like everyone's afraid to actually come to the hospital, which I don't blame them because of all. Yeah, the and I wouldn't be surprised if you're getting, I don't know if they've started shipping people. Cause like you, do you think they would ship people from New York or some shit to you guys they or whatever talked about it? Um, and we've like, we're willing to take them if they do. Um, there's another really large hospital that's in the same town as I, I'm in Roanoke. So it's um, <laughs> our two hospitals are ready to like accept patients if we need to, but they haven't mm-hmm. started doing that yet. So we're kind of fighting gotcha. our battles. But but right now it's the most empty I have ever seen the hospital. Like, uh, this morning. Because nobody I, wants to be there. Yeah. No. And um, yeah. our ER, it's not a huge ER. It's about 32 beds, but normally it is completely full. The hallway beds are full 24-7, <laughs> no matter what. And this morning right. when I came to work, there was one patient in the entire ER. Like, they were literally, <laughs> like, had their feet up on the nurse's station. I'm like, I have never <laughs> seen this. What is yeah. happening? It's nuts. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So That's right crazy. now, it's just this, like, weird calm before the storm kind of thing so yeah because you're yeah yeah it always it's kind of up in the air right now like how bad how serious like everything's everything's gonna be and stuff yeah for sure and so like (laughs) now nobody really knows what we're dealing with or what to do Mm -hmm. but even like already we're feeling the effects of all this crazy um stuff with the the ppe and the masks and everything like the er nurses have to sign out one mask um they get one mask a week and so do we oh so wow that's nuts and like we don't even have patients yet i'm like what's gonna happen when we get them <laughs> so you so you guys are expecting to get more we are but like no one knows you, you don't know right yeah no, they're projecting mid-may probably being mm-hmm. like our peak but 
Yeah. So <laughs> right now I don't have any cool stories, but I worked ER yeah. before that, and then yeah. then I had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That's Our cool. Favorite. Yeah. Well, I guess on a positive note some of your other stuff you're doing because you do a lot like you model you're an athlete yeah what adaptive athlete like athletics are you into um so i'm actually i play wheelchair basketball down here in roanoke yeah which being someone that prior to the chair i never played a sport in my life outside of like gym class (laughs) i was a dancer that was like a ballet was my thing oh nice so yeah. You so can still I'm dance. Done. Oh, yeah. It's just. I can only my, move um, my shoulders and I dance. See? There you go. <laughs> to each their own. I don't not, not professional <laughs> dancing, but I just. I get drunk and go on the dance floor and just spin That's in circles. That's the most fun. But, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've tried that. I've tried a lot of stuff through this wheelchair lately. Um, gotcha. I, I, got to do, I got to go skiing. Okay. That was fun. Yeah, that was pretty, That's cool. pretty cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, where Where'd you go skiing at? In Virginia? Or? West Virginia. Okay. Snowshoe. They got better mountains out, or not better right. mountains. They got better ski places out. There. <laughs> they got lots of mountains though. Yeah, for sure. So nope. That's pretty fun. That's pretty yeah, cool. Um, how are you at it? How, how Which one was your favorite? Are you good I at love- basketball? Uh, I'm not bad, yeah. but I'm much better at talking shit <laughs> than gotcha. I am actually playing the game. No, I don't know. I never right. think I'm good at any sport just because I'm like, I'm not. I still don't ever see myself as an athlete. Like I see myself as a like dancer and like. Right. I was afraid of the gym for years, and now I like live there. Mm. Yeah. So does your condition give you stuff. any superpowers in the gym? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it makes me freak everybody out. <laughs> really? Oh, for sure. Uh, because in what way? Because I won't notice, and something will completely just like pop out a socket. Um, what? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that um, just happens often. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man. Just daily, like. I'll show you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, I, I, like, I want all the. <laughs> this just kind of hangs there, and it's completely out and, of the socket. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but it, but it doesn't hurt. Like, how's that? No. No. Um, if they dislocate, like any of my joints, if they dislocate and they like stick and they stay out, then it sucks. <laughs> But now, like, everything is just so stretchy. Like, I can stand and I can walk, but I look like a pregnant duck. (laughs) Really? Uh, Yeah, it's uh, not cute. Because my hips dislocate when I stand, so. Oh, so that's that's what limits your walking Mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, my hips, knees, and ankles don't really support me anymore. So, like, that freaks people out at the gym when I stand up Uh, to get something. And they're like, Jesus saves. uh, (laughs) You know, it's a miracle. (laughs) It is, every time, for sure. (laughs) 
That's what's up. Yeah, so I can't complain. I, too much. I couldn't be you. I'd be way too silly with it. Like uh, I'd, I'd really double jointed fingers, and I remember mm-hmm. before my accident, I would like make my thumb look like it was broken, and then I would uh, run back to my coaches and be like, "Coach, I broke my finger," and just like, yeah, all types of <laughs> weird stuff. And so if my whole body was like yours, I, I already know I'd like lay out in the middle of the street, like make myself look all crazy <laughs> yeah there's been a lot of times i've gotten stuck with both of my feet behind my head while drunk <laughs> just like rolling oh around God. on the floor <laughs> they're like the what member. are you doing <laughs> like nothing <laughs> what's up how's it going <laughs> it's fine it's totally normal yeah no i say yell out dance all the time they'd be like ryan i don't know what you're doing but stop put that back all right, all right. <laughs> I'll have the fun. It's fine. Right. That's Man. what's up. You gotta have fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. We all got our things. You know. Well, so. then, and then you're also doing like modeling and stuff. Does that, mm-hmm. is this putting a big hindrance on that or? Um, yes and no. Um, so I've been modeling on and off since I was a kid because my grandparents were photographers and so they would like throw my sister and I like in front and be like all right we're testing lighting just go stand there all right whatever and so when I got older and my friends like wanted to just take pictures I was like all right yeah I know how to do this and so it just kind of stemmed from there and just kept growing and (laughs) I have definitely noticed a stark change since um, before the chairs and versus after um as far as just who wants to hire me and like good or bad both um i've done the gambit when it comes to modeling like i've done everything from like commercial kind of like cheesy stuff to like kink stuff like (laughs) everything in between um and so yeah so I get much less of like the sexy stuff and much more of the like inspiration porn stuff. I'm like, but wait, what oh if I God. wanted to combine the two? Like, can I do both? <laughs> right. Yeah. What so the hell is inspiration porn? Like, you've never heard inspiration porn? Fuck no. What, what is oh that? my god, okay. No, it's a term. Like in the disabled oh. community of like oh. when people are yeah, like they use you I as thought inspiration. You were about, like porn. legit porn. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna invent no, that. No. I don't know what that would be, but yeah. I'm gonna invent it. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying that probably won't get me off. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm instantly going to be like, you know, that's not yeah, no. Whatever floats your boat, but that's not my jam. <laughs> but what are you saying? Just like, yeah. and just stuff for like motivational stuff. Yeah, I would get that. I would gotcha. get more of the like, um, when I'd gotten pretty muscular, they liked that. Like, okay, we want to see like a muscular girl in a wheelchair. Like, okay, we like this right. that you're like sporty. I'm like, all right, cool, but I can be like <laughs> soft and sexy too. Leave me yeah. alone. Um, so yeah like why do those why do those have to be separate like i know yeah yeah and it um i shot for suicide girls 
that was oh, my nice. first yeah that was my first like shot like shoot in my chair i was like you know what i'm doing this thing so my we can be both sexy and disabled yeah care. we're gonna combine it how'd that go you know, it was cool it was really it was an interesting experience for sure um uh, yeah i my friend I just, shot it mm, you said your friend shot it mm-hmm. she's oh. a suicide girl photographer nice so she, yeah just happened to be my roommate in college and I, uh, she hit me up she's like hey you want to do something different i'm like oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> sure why right. not yeah it's definitely weird <laughs> to like have to do that if all these people staring at you definitely yeah and, yeah i don't know i was always that person to get naked at parties so see that's that's me <laughs> that's why she called me i was like okay right. let's go come on it ain't nothing right and that's what's up no yeah my grandparents were nudists so really <laughs> yeah i always thought about that and i'm just like i think a lot of people would want to do it but to actually have like a nudist community i don't know it'd be interesting like i was so young when i was introduced to that that i mean it was obviously nothing sexual i was like five when right. like i really could remember doing it and the camps mm. it's just like a normal camp like Except for everybody's right. naked. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Like, this is, you kind of get desensitized, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, I think, li- like, growing up like that and having, like, a family that has such a, like, laissez-faire attitude when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's like, right. okay. And then working as a nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, eh. All right. You're mm-hmm. naked. It's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> Unless it's like specifically in like a sexual content, it's just like eh. Right. But mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> that's what's up. It just makes you makes you comfortable in any in any situation and more situations where other people might be uncomfortable. You're just like yeah, whatever. I, yeah. I had a lot of that too growing up with a a bisexual mom and just oh, okay. yeah, and like a lot of that was just like normal to me and all the like issues going on right now and what people are talking about as far as like the lgbtq community and i'm just like yeah it is what it is it's normal it's everybody's just people exactly yeah yeah that's like growing up my family are like a bunch of hippies and artists and musicians like (laughs) and i grew up in a like super like small conservative town Mm. and so I never like it took me a while to like relate to the people I grew up with because they were all like in their camo and like (laughs) and I'm like okay who were these hippies in this yeah I'm like I don't understand people are yeah but (laughs) I mean once I got older it got a lot easier for me whereas everyone else was like what is this what there's gay people I'm like I don't I mean there's my uncle is gay. Like I don't. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's and that's kind of how like I've always been too. Just super right. laid back, I guess, about things that people normally are un- made uncomfortable by. Yeah, so. just because it's unfamiliar with them to them. And, yeah. And that's sure. honestly why I do this podcast is to just 
show different people show different stories to be like this thing that might make you uncomfortable is mm -hmm. just a reality is someone else's reality someone else's story and mm -hmm. the more you just listen to other people's story you just get more comfortable with different situations and it makes mm -hmm. you comfortable with the unfamiliar so um, oh, yeah that's what absolutely. i like yeah. and it's so funny people get they're so afraid i mean like between my job and how i live my life like i'll use disability as an example but they're so like frightened by the idea of disability if they just see it from this outside perspective where they don't know right. anyone disabled or they you know they're they're afraid to you know ask anything at or, all or, or even like just make a all. comment yeah yeah at all yeah. even like it's so funny like going like in public places and from being so newly in a chair versus like I was using forearm crutches for a while and yeah people like avoided me with those too but so much less than when I'm in my wheelchair that I'm right. just like what is th this is fascinating and, like, yeah and like for you and, the fact yeah. that it was like a gradual transition you really yeah. see the difference between standing and being in a chair and the response you receive from people and all that mm -hmm. it's interesting I, uh, you've got a very interesting perspective as far as that yeah because i literally i went over the course of uh, about five years total i went from walking with a cane um which it's hilarious here's now like looking back how uncomfortable I was like using my cane in public back then because I was you know in my mid early 20s and I was just like I don't have a cane it's old person's thing <laughs> it was zebra stripe it is zebra stripe it's still here somewhere <laughs> um, and then like to see that and then to go to the crutches and then to eventually go right. to the chair sometimes to now full-time and right. just see that like it to see how people do react and then like I have a ton of like friends in chairs just because of the basketball team and right. everything and so when we're like out in groups how much more uncomfortable that makes people <laughs> oh for sure and it's like but it all just eases people's uh, interaction when you educate and just mm -hmm. explain to people that it's like we're all just people we're all human you interact with us the same way you would interact with everybody else. No yeah. different. No, don't have to be extra. Don't have to be less. Like it's yeah, it's yeah, it's just sure. it's just a chair. That's why I've really liked um, getting to do so much public speaking for Miss Wheelchair um, right. because I I like I've gotten to speak not only to just like. I've done some like conferences and stuff, but then I've also gotten to speak to like medical schools and like med, med students and stuff because right. I can share that perspective as both a patient and a, and a practitioner. And it's right. so funny how even like physicians are so uncomfortable talking about disability and talking about anything, but like, right? Yes. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. When you see a doctor and you're trying to explain something. And they're just like, like you said, uncomfortable or just how they are standoffish sometimes. Mm -hmm. And you have some doctors or just nurses or whoever. Mm -hmm. I, I always have a hard time, like when I'm training a new nurse or whatever, being like, mm -hmm. yo, I'm six foot, 200 pounds. 
you will not hurt me. <laughs> Fucking yeah. move me. Like, right? Yeah. And about all that kind of stuff, it is kind of crazy. Like, and, yeah. and you're able to talk to a lot of mm-hmm. physicians and stuff. Yeah, and I, like, let's add another strange thing about me in the mix, but my bachelor's degree is actually in human sexuality. Mm. Um, that's what I originally studied before <laughs> I, I missed like blood and guts. And so I went to nursing, but so I, um, now I have found myself, especially to like practitioners and everything talking about the lack of sex education in the disabled community. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I, and I have a hard time not like, cause I don't want the podcast to be all about sex. No, but for it sure. Is such a huge topic. Like, it's such a it's huge not talked about. it's not talked about and there's mm-hmm. such a lack of understanding a lack of mm-hmm. like resources and available things out there like my yeah. whole thing is like okay so i haven't haven't came in five years haven't mm-hmm. been with it, uh, anybody in three years and it's mm-hmm. like what are my options for that type of stuff mm-hmm. and whether you talk to a physician or anybody mm-hmm. they're gonna look at you like oh i i don't know <laughs> and yeah. and they have to look for stuff and there's uh, the resources that are available are only allowed in like canada or california mm-hmm. or other like liberal areas and stuff and it's like yeah. trying to find stuff for options sexually is difficult mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm at the point now it's like if i find someone willing to like help me mm-hmm. out talk with it i'm like all right let's let's see how far they actually are, are willing to help me and stuff and like right yeah yeah i have friends that like been in chairs like their entire lives um you know like cp or spina bifida or something like that who are you know into their 20s now and they're talking to me just like as a nurse or whatever right and they're like yeah what are my options i'm like what do you mean what are your <laughs> options yeah you mean like no one's ever talked to you about like medications that you can take right or anything they're like well i don't know i've just never asked i'm like you shouldn't have to ask yeah <laughs> at some point your physician you, yeah. should just say hey how are we addressing this part of your life because it is a big enough part of every human being's life that it should be talked about yes. even if it doesn't have to be like blatantly pornographic just like Right. Medically, yeah. How can we make this work? How yep. can we facilitate this? Yep. It was just it. Yep. And then even then, I had I had my urologist look at me crazy when I told him I was having these like TMI time once every six months. Uh, lately, it's been six months. It started out after my accident. It happened about once every two years, and then it went to like once a year, and lately it's been like once every six months. Where my semen and sperm go into my bladder and it clogs because I have a super pubic catheter going into my bladder. It'll clog the catheter. It might give me a UTI. It makes me pee on myself and it just and it gives me a shit ton of autonomic dysreflexia. And yeah, yeah, and it's just awful. And I and I was telling him that I was experiencing this because I could see it coming out of my super pubic site. Like mm-hmm. the site on my stomach. Yeah. I know what sperm looks like. I was 15 year old yeah. when my accident happened. I definitely know <laughs> what fucking sperm yeah. looks like. And he's For like, sure. and he's looking at me like, well, maybe that's what it is. And I'm just like, 
Nah, bro. I, I fucking know what like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. And yeah, yeah no, still, still, still no options. I'm sure one day I'll figure it out, but yeah. Yeah. No. Because there's just... like sexual surrogates in like Canada, but like mm-hmm. nowhere near Michigan. <laughs> yeah. So hilariously enough, um, that's why I got my degree in human sexuality. Okay. Um, because that's what I wanted to do between that and sex therapy. Um, just to educate on... Just because I, I liked sex education and that's what I wanted to do. Right. But then when I actually went to go and pursue it, it was just like you said, there's one place that will <laughs> t- give you the teaching hours. And of course it's in California. And even then, like it's, it's not a actually legal practice. So I'm like, ah, gotcha. that's sketchy. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Right. Cool. But it's, yeah, it's that's kind of shitty. Yeah, it's totally just fascinating to me, just the lack. So of then for someone like yourself, anything. just out of curiosity, do you have okay. any complications with that? I do. With um, different sex so, stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's definitely because as I've got, as I've lost the mobility of my lower limbs and, um, I also have a lot of, um, decreased nerve function below my waist Mm. because of that, because of my hips constantly impinging on those nerves on both sides of my Mm. sockets. And so I have a lot of decreased sensation and then they have me on a lot of nerve blocking medications. So like I can orgasm, but it takes time (laughs) And like, My, uh, I'm already a woman as if I needed to increase that. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. That is a cosmic <laughs> joke right there. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So like with between that and then like there's, I can't obviously do much on top because I just can't support myself. Um, mm. So it's just a positioning kind of situation. And then scaring new partners because like i'll be like oh hold on hold on my, my hips out just give me a second like just hold on, hold on. Like, just like put that thing back in and like that's put your hip back in place yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like not oh, a shit like a cute thing like it's you gotta like shove it in there right. sometimes i have to like ask for assistance and like, that's a that's a whole thing and so i'll like fucking lethal weapon con- being like all right so this is like <laughs> i'll be like i'm good and they're just like like limp dick and just like running yeah. out the door I'm like okay well that's cool well that's a bunch of bitch ass niggas nah that's right you know that's Cat how Williams. i feel about any of it right? <laughs> yeah all right yeah that's how i feel about most of that just, yeah it's just insane. I, mean, I have that same thing, yeah, because it's like able-bodied people are so like thrown off by stuff or scared by stuff or like nervous mm-hmm. about things, and you have to like, yeah, that's why a lot of the people I've dated are all able to see me and be with me before mm-hmm. we're ever sexual together. It's like I've dated nurses, I've dated mm-hmm. like people who are familiar with disabilities and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that, like, mm-hmm. everyday people aren't, aren't familiar with it. And it mm-hmm. does kind of limit your possibility of partners and stuff. Because you got to yeah. find people who are truly comfortable with uh, uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. 
not even uncomfortable just new like yeah it doesn't have to be uncomfortable it's just it's just different like all right this is what i this is what i deal with this is my norm yeah sorry if it you know makes you uncomfortable and it you're right like that it always it cracks me up because i'm always like you know people are already made uncomfortable enough by sex in general whether they want to admit it or not like most of the population and so as soon as you add into something just that's just like a little bit extra they're just like whoa nope can't do that (laughs) no that's real weird i don't know (laughs) like whatever like you got any crazy stories sex stories uh oh yeah um when uh my ex-husband and i when we were first together um he was a bit more well endowed and it had been a while since i had done anything with anybody and uh i was giving him blowjob in um in a in a parking lot because we both lived with our parents at the time and um my jaw dislocated and yeah and so i like <laughs> didn't let him know either so i like snuck it back in i'm like okay it's cool, it's cool. tried to just like and keep so, going yeah and, like, and so like going. it didn't happen and... yeah it was fine yeah. i was like all right no I'm, I'm doing this like this is this is the first action i've gotten in a long time we're doing this and uh like i said my skin and everything is so like soft and so my teeth started to cut through my lip what yeah Jeez. and so I, my, I'm like holding my jaw in and I like finish the situation. And so when I come up after he is done, I, my jaw will not close completely. Like one side is not closing and I am bleeding and I have like cum dripping from my mouth and I'm just like sitting there like, (gasps) (laughs) and I'm like, we had not been on that many dates at this point. And so I'm just like, well, that's the end of that. He is out of here. And I'm like, he's like, are you? Oh my God, are you all right? I'm fine. I'm fine. Just hold on a second. Yeah, I couldn't talk right for like a week. Oh my it God. Was, it was unfortunate. But it seems like it worked out. He was cool with it afterwards. He was or? cool with it. Yeah, you know, he eventually married me and it was totally, it was nice. chill. It, it, but yeah. he's like the most laid back human being in the face of the planet. So there's also that. Right. Like, that's not the norm. Um, right. But like, so like you said, like my situation's a little different because I've, you know, kind of lived with bits and pieces of this my whole life. And when yeah. people ask me about like sex with my disability, like the hip dislocating thing, like I remember that happening distinctly, like so distinctly right. when I, I lost my virginity. So it's uh-huh. literally been happening since day one. Jeez. That it's just like, hey. so and I don't know any different. Well, right. And like you were saying, it's so hard for you to get off, but then it's like you can't go very hard or else your body's falling apart. Like, I can't go hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> there are adaptations of all kinds. True. True. Yeah, I'm sure. Hell, they they make toys that do everything for you these days. It's fine. They gotta do nothing. Honestly, that's what I've been trying to like. I might be considering that because as long as I have someone who's willing to put it on, yeah, I, I might 
because they they just have toys that like literally do everything for you Mm -hmm. and you just so that's my whole my next venture is fucking getting a thing that you just put it there turn it on and walk away and (laughs) (laughs) yep and i think i can convince people to help me out with that so Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, hilariously enough before this whole me ending up in a chair situation i have actually dated several guys in chairs because i have this laissez-faire attitude about this and you know like you said being a nurse (laughs) it's a thing yeah Um, and so um i dated a quad once and he he had a, a dildo that we were strapped to his leg (laughs) Mm. (laughs) and it was like that and so that i could just go to town and i could do everything where he could actually feel things right and 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 see and watch and all Mm -hmm. that yeah Yeah. because it does turn into visual for someone who Mm -hmm. isn't able to function down there and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah yeah luckily for me as a quad i don't have that issue i can yeah (laughs) i have my own dildo i I like to say i'm I'm my own vibrator as well because i have spasms (laughs) spasms. not included (laughs) (laughs) and i just i just go to town that way yeah you know you just make it work and you learn how to work with what you have exactly that's all it is and i think i was talking about this with another guy and just talking about how like anybody with disabilities we're so adaptive we we're always adapting to whatever situation and just like you said figure out what works and go from there mm-hmm. and yeah. try to get to the same results but gotta mm-hmm. have people you have to have people on a daily basis not just sexually not just anything just anything mm-hmm. in everyday life who are comfortable with that and comfortable with that mm-hmm. situation and being like okay what what obstacle do we have to face today and mm-hmm. let's just get through that however we need to my biggest pet peeve i think since losing my mobility has been people who will just not even invite me to things because they're like well you couldn't get in anyway i'm like bitch i would find a way exactly you have to give me a chance yep they just assume everybody just assumes and i had a lot of that after my accident at 15 where all my friends pretty much disappeared all of them. I didn't get reconnected with my friends till after college and had yeah. to just really like badger them and be like, no, I can, I can do everything. Yes. Yeah. Invite me over and we'll figure it out. I might have a ramp. I might have whatever, but like to not okay. even invite you is the part that really hurts yeah. from a lot of people. It's just the, to not even be mm-hmm. thought of enough to where they even want to try or they even want to consider it. And I think people, they're like, it's coming from a good place where they think that they're doing what's a favor or like that yeah. it will hurt our feelings more when we get there and we can't do it. But I'm like, no, no. Like, it just feels like I'm being left out. Like I'm that kid on yeah. the playground. Yeah, and it's if all, I get there and I seriously the can't, then okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let but, me tell you, I, I can't. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that's like the first thing that I, when I do my talks, like to all populations, I'm like, okay, here's number one. <laughs> number one is include. Yeah. That's inclusion. inclusion. That's what inclusion yeah. is. That's what Absolutely. equity is to, to not, yeah, to, to just Getting still be in someone's thought, in someone's mind mm-hmm. and still be wanted, still be mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and feel 
feel like you're a part of society, a part of life. Because, yeah, it is It is tough when you just stop hearing from people and you don't know why. And, and they're like, you know, oh, well, somebody's probably calling. Somebody else is probably texting. Like, especially if you're, like, yeah. a super outgoing person. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, oh, yeah, they have lots of friends. Okay, well, then you're all thinking that same thing, and we're just sitting at home, like, all right, well, that was Bored cool. and, yeah, I'm gonna have my own party. <laughs> isolated, yeah. And yeah. that's... Honestly, I got to the point where I just had to be like, all right, anybody like that, I'm just not inviting them. I'm yeah. not, I'm not partaking in that. And then every, every time you see them, they want to be so friendly and so nice and act like, yeah, and be like, we should hang out and be like, bitch, you no. haven't invited me to a th- single thing since mm-hmm. my accident 10 years ago. Bye. Exactly. Yeah, you can say all the words you want. But you have yet to invite me to anything. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's, it's irritating. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's nuts. And I, I, like you said, I think just people just don't really realize it. Like, they don't. Okay. They don't. Well, That's why I'm ads. saying it now. Because I know right? a lot of my friends listen to my podcast and be like, yeah. bitches, if y'all don't invite me to shit, you are no longer my friend. You are no longer like, my Like, I'm writing mind. you off right now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. When right. I am rich and famous, see if I remember you. <laughs> exactly. Just letting people know you're, we're aware. We're aware of what they're doing. And yeah. even if they're not. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I have a question for you. Yes. So, my platform for Miss Wheelchair, and I've asked everyone I know that's disabled this question, is um, my platform is increasing the... Not only the awareness of mental health care in the disabled population, but the access to. Because so most people that I talk to um, tell me that right after their accident or whatever got them to wherever they are, um, they were not talked about nor offered mental health care. For sure. Is that true for you? So I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. This is why it took me so long to do a podcast to talk to people with disabilities because I don't have any mental struggles ever since my accident at 15 I've never never been depressed never been sad um and that's not normal and I have a heart I used used to never feel like I could relate to people in my Mm -hmm. situation because of that because of that lack of I don't know sorrow I guess and Mm -hmm. like I just, I I don't allow myself to go there. You know what I mean? I don't want to be sad. I want to be happy. I want to have fun. Like that's, but that's me. And everybody always asked me to come speak with somebody right after their injury or Mm -hmm. to to ask me how, how do I stay so positive and how to, because they want to try to get it to everybody with a disability. And it's Mm -hmm. like, everybody's different. Everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I can't replicate that and right. so yeah no I, I personally don't have any mental struggles but were you talked to about it after you yes. or offered them okay yes. so you're the only my one parents, so far <laughs> my okay. parents were absolutely pissed that because they put me on the, I think they put me on Zoloft right after or oh. Some, oh. Sort of, some sort of antidepressant without yeah. asking my parents without asking me and I had to like, what? I had to wean off and get it out of my system. And they were, 
they were pissed they went off on everybody because it's like i'm not a i'm not a sad person so yeah but that was their protocol to just be like well after an injury like this you're gonna be depressed so let's put you on antidepressant (gasps) that's so yeah so i yeah i don't know okay but then even to get me to wean off they made me go through all these meetings and talk to all these psychologists to be like are you sad and i'm like no nope (laughs) not (laughs) okay so this that see this is good to know this is a good you know antidote to put in the back of my head for this platform because (laughs) um my a big part of what i'm trying to to teach and when i go to like especially mental health practitioners and like doctors and stuff is that that yes you should mention it yes this is a loss but not everybody needs these services and not like therapy isn't for everyone like some people you know even if you don't you're not depressed or anything like you'll have a bad day everything and your coping mechanism might be like music or writing or something that you don't even see as traditional like mental health care for me it was hours and hours of south park and family guy (laughs) see there you go i like humor i like laughing yep same (laughs) (laughs) yep so after my accident that's what i did for days i just put people brought me videos of of all types of raunchy crazy stuff and i was like yep this is what i want all day every day mine was uh turning my wheelchair into the most ridiculously like brightly colored like it's covered in rainbows and i just, love like, your decorations yes. oh my gosh it's ridiculous because <laughs> 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 it just it makes me happy and i'm like if yeah. i have to sit in this damn thing every day like right. i'm gonna like it yep. yeah like one of That's my cushions up. is liberate right? <laughs> 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 i gotta trick this thing out Plus, it, then people are, like, less uncomfortable to ask me about it. Because they're like, oh, my God, your wheels light up. I'm like, yeah, yeah. come here. Talk to this group. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Anything yeah. to lessen, to, yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, to break that barrier of, like, mm-hmm. being uncomfortable or whatever. And mine is, like, for me, it's my shoes. I try to make sure that, like... I always have a crispy, nice pair of shoes to be like, and that'll get people to be like, damn, he's got some nice ass shoes on. It starts a conversation, a true Mm -hmm. conversation rather than talking about my disability. It gets Mm -hmm. you talking about something real and something Something in our system. Normal. Yeah, quote unquote. (laughs) Relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's always my joke because, um, since I've always had issues with like my feet and legs and ankles, I've never really gotten to have really cool shoes. And so now I'm just like, Oh my God, I have so many pairs of ridiculous shoes, like the highest heels and oh, crazy boots. I I can see you wearing some like crazy cowboy boots. Oh, I have lime green ones. Oh my God. uh How did I know? (laughs) My favorite, I have a pair of tennis shoes there. I'm like, this fake ass calf skin something I don't know they're zebra print and Mm. the like laces and everything are lime green and they're like platforms nice and I wear them to work like at the (laughs) hospital as a nurse all the time right patients are just like what the fuck just rolled into my room Uh, what uh, is this I've like got like hot pink lipstick on I'm like hey Uh, uh, 
Well, because you probably have to separate yourself all the time, being like, no, I'm not a patient here. I work here. Constantly. Yeah, that's, Yeah. yeah. That's how I usually got into the hospital to like visit my nurses. I would always just roll in and they would just assume like, I'm a patient and I'd be like, yeah. You belong here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or if I go I, to visit someone I know in like a nursing home or something, they're like, Where are you? Just say, Where are you supposed to be? Did, I'm like, Did you escape from your room? Yeah. I'm like, I'm Just hey. talk, come in here to visit. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I um, I get it less with my chair. When I use my crutches, oh my god, constantly patients would be like, do you need this bed more than me? Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing a white coat. I'm like, no, right. <laughs> see the stethoscope? I work here. That's hilarious. You, know, you stole that coat. Yeah, right? I have been told that before. I'm just like, yes, I beat a resident and this I stole their coat so I could come in and talk to you, sir. That is... That is it, Mr. 67-year-old dude who just told me I was too pretty for those crutches. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my God. You probably get all the bullshit. bullshit if I hear that you're too pretty to be in a wheelchair one more time. Oh, my God. I don't even understand how that's a statement. Like, what do you mean? Like, I, you're I, so pretty, you should be getting carried around. Like, I don't understand it. That is the yeah. only, like... I am super laid back about anything. You can come and say something super inappropriate. Like, ask me how I got right. in the chair. I don't care. You say that to me, I'm going to say something smart ass back. And I'm going right. to run over your foot. Like, that's... Oh, that's you should tell them they're too ugly to be walking. Right? Okay. Sorry, Stan. You're too ugly for those legs. But what are we doing here? I don't know. Right. <laughs> God. People, yeah. man. It's crazy, just, crazy what people yeah. say. Yeah. People say anything. <laughs> well, I think we've been talking long enough. Yeah, I really appreciate <laughs> right. it. Yeah. Absolutely. A fun ass conversation. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Always. I love always. it. Yeah. If you got anything crazy you want to talk about, just let me know. I'm always down. Anytime. We can hop on the podcast and. For sure. I'll let you know if I get any more good stories from the hospital. Yeah. Things pick up if I have patients ever again. Uh, right. We'll see. Right. Yeah. I, I want to go back to having patients that like got stuff stuck up their butt. I don't want any of these like other stuff. That's all. I want. So I'll let you know. <laughs> right. But please tell everybody where they can follow you, where they can learn about you, and all that kind of stuff, and what you got going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all in the same little name it's chronically underscore rye ry and that's where you can find me you can follow all my things uh me talking way too openly about disability and all that good stuff so <laughs> come on and see me go that's awesome and then everybody please as usual go check out the drewcrew.org to see our nonprofit, to read my blog and i'm on all social medias as uh at drew claiborne and you can always find the find the podcast either on YouTube or any uh podcast listening service, uh, any major platforms and all that good stuff. So it's excuse my language, but but so yeah. Uh, thank you everybody for listening, and see you later. Peace. <laughs>